It's Sunday, February 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. shot down a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon over the Atlantic Ocean on Saturday, days after it was spotted crossing the U.S. and adding to already high tensions between Washington and Beijing. An Air Force F-22 Raptor jet fighter downed the balloon with a single AIM-9X Sidewinder missile off the coast of South Carolina at 2.39 p.m. Eastern Time within U.S. territorial waters, officials said. U.S. Navy ships, as well as Coast Guard vessels, have begun the effort to recover the surveillance equipment the balloon was carrying, according to the Pentagon. Defense officials said they didn't know how long the recovery would take and what would be gleaned from the recovered equipment. After the downing of the balloon, Mr. Biden said he had ordered the Pentagon on Wednesday to shoot it down as soon as possible. In other news, a freight train derailment in Ohio near the Pennsylvania state line left a mangled and charred mass of boxcars and flames Saturday as authorities launched a federal investigation and monitored air quality from the various hazardous chemicals in the train. About 50 cars derailed in East Palestine at about 9 p.m. Eastern Time Friday as a train was carrying a variety of products from Madison, Illinois to Conway, Pennsylvania, rail operator Norfolk Southern said Saturday. There was no immediate information about what caused the derailment. No injuries or damage to structures were reported. Michael Graham, a member of the National Transportation Safety Board, told reporters Saturday evening that the fire has since reduced in intensity but remains active and the two main tracks are still blocked. Norfolk Southern said 20 of the more than 100 cars were classified as carrying hazardous materials, defined as cargo that could pose any kind of danger, including flammables, combustibles, or environmental risks. In world news, China is providing technology that Moscow's military needs to continue the Kremlin's war in Ukraine despite an international cordon of sanctions and export controls, according to a Wall Street Journal review of Russian customs data. The customs records show Chinese state-owned defense companies shipping navigation equipment, jamming technology, and fighter jet parts to sanctioned Russian government-owned defense companies. Those are but a handful of tens of thousands of shipments of dual-use goods, products that have both commercial and military applications that Russia imported following its invasion last year, according to the customs records provided to the journal by C4ADS, a Washington-based nonprofit that specializes in identifying national security threats. Most of the dual-use shipments were from China, the records show. Russia's foreign defense and economic ministries did not respond to requests for comment. Back in the U.S., the Democratic National Committee on Saturday approved the most significant changes in the party's presidential nominating process in nearly two decades ending the tradition of starting in Iowa and instead awarding that prize to South Carolina. The changes also reduced the importance of New Hampshire, which has traditionally hosted the first primary following Iowa's first-in-the-nation caucuses. The shifts give greater early influence to black and union voters while reducing the clout of rural ones. 
Iowa and New Hampshire Democrats say they will hold unapproved contests, although the DNC has the authority to strip 2024 National Convention delegates as well as access to debates and voter databases from candidates who campaign in unsanctioned elections. And the Arctic air that descended on the Northeast on Saturday brought dangerously cold sub-zero temperatures and wind chills to the region, including a record-setting wind chill of minus 108 degrees Fahrenheit on the summit of Mount Washington in New Hampshire. Temperatures got so low that authorities in Massachusetts took the unusual step of keeping the South Station Transit Hub open overnight so homeless people had a safe place to sleep. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.